You're listening to the World Famous White Roof Radio, Wolfcast number 538 for Monday, February 2nd, 2015. Tonight brought to you by CravenSpeed.com, MotoringBadges.com, and OutMotoring.com. Mini performance, speed, and style. It's OutMotoring.com. Hey everybody, it's DB in Arizona bringing you a brand new episode of the World Famous White Roof Radio. Uh, we're here to talk about Mini Coopers and junk like that, like we like to do. Uh, joining us this week, as always, my good friend Todd Pearson from uh, MotoringBadges.com. Todd? I'm here. I'm fresh back from Vegas. See, Todd, you know, we're going to talk about that. Uh, Chad's here with us as well from Detroit Tune, DetroitTune.com. Chad, good evening. Hello. Fresh and- back from shoveling the driveway. <laughs> <laughs> We've had a total of like an inch and a half of snow this whole winter so far. Oh, man, dude, I totally survived Snowmageddon in Arizona. We, we, I think we had an inch and a half today. Oh, wow. You know what? It was 75 and sunny in Kansas City yesterday. It's even that nice here. 75. We had Phoenix Open going on, and it was like overcast, rainy, and like 60. And you've got the Stupid Bowl this weekend. And we have the Stupid Bowl. You know That's- I didn't say the word that we'd get fined for. Yeah, we could probably get fined for saying that. So. football. We don't get Alex. He's uh, on a short tour of California this after this week. So we'll uh, he'll be joining us again next week. For those of you who missed the uh, little Frenchie, uh, was it the cheese eating surrender monkey? <laughs> that would be send mail to the French. <laughs> love. You know he listens to the show, right? At WhiteRoofRadio.com. <laughs> listens to laugh. I've called him cheese eating surrender monkey before. <sighs> From Top Gear. Top Gear's back. For those of you who aren't paying attention. Top Gear uh, UK is back on uh, the BBC. Um, it's really hard to find it now, but not really as hard as you would think. So if, however you used to find it before, just think a little bit more outside the box, and you can find it. Just, again. Just, the, just search Top Gear and the word torrent, and you'll be good to go. And you'll be good to go. The first episode was really, really good. I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. I have not Bye. seen it yet. I've been drunk in Vegas. I have the copy. I have just not watched it yet. Really good. So, yeah, Todd was drunk in Vegas this weekend. I'm sitting around. I forgot what I was doing. I might have been watching Top Gear. No, I was with my parents reading <laughs> reading filet mignon and lobster in the middle of the desert, and my phone starts blowing, blowing up. up. Blowing up. I mean, like, I'm getting messages and messages, and it's it's Todd. I'm getting messages from Todd. I'm getting Todd messages from Todd from his lady friend's phone. I'm getting messages from Todd's lady friend. I'm getting messages all over the place. And basically what happened the short version of the story was I got drunk and had lunch with Carla Santana. Todd, no, my short version is Todd was overserved at the MGM Grant. Oh yes, yes, there was that. <laughs> <laughs> I actually had someone take a drink out of my hand. <laughs> really, that actually happened. It was actually my lady friend. <laughs> <laughs> I was apparently laughing too loudly. Boy, that said, Mister Pearson, I'm really sorry, but we're gonna have to cut you off. Yeah, it was funny because I, I got to tell you that I couldn't tell anybody else, although I tweeted it. Although I'm sure no one believed me because I w- would not post the picture. But I sent DB the picture. I got the picture. Todd had lunch with Carlos Santana. Yeah, had lunch with Carlos Santana. And then Monday night... He actually played at the MGM Grand. Yeah, he was uh, actually... Uh, Carlos Santana was in town playing at House of Blues all That's weekend. Right. And then Monday night, we went and saw our guys at the Palms, at the small club at the Palms. We go see Santa Fe and the Fat City Horns. Every time we're in town, and um, half of Carlos Santana's band sat in with them, Dude. and uh, I've got some video that I shot on my phone. It was just off the chain nuts. It was not because it was such a small club, and you know, and there's like there's 75 people in here, and then there's like. Dude, it's like the Carlos Santana band is sitting in. It was very cool. It was very cool. That's rad. Not to mention having a power lunch with uh, Mr. Mr. Carlos Santana. You actually have a at, power lunch with him. You, you kind of walked by him and went, oh, my God, and you took a quick cell phone pic. At Honey Salt in Summerlin. See, there you go. Yeah. Nicely yeah. done. And you were overserved at the MGM Grant. Yeah, but that always happens. What else is new? <laughs> and And here's the big news. Here's the uh, big news. While in Vegas... Uh, we went and stopped by the Silverton. Oh, that's right. You went and checked out the Amviv. Yes, thing. we we went out and did some recon for Amviv. Checked yeah. out the Silverton, which is the host hotel and casino for right. the uh, Amviv event this year at the end of May. And sure, it was sure, yeah, the building's right because it's right next to the Bass Pro Shop. You don't want to go to the Bass Pro Shop and say, "Hey, I'm here for Amviv." Well, there's no because there's no uh, slot machines in the Bass Pro. At least none that I found. Oh, right. And okay. really, I if I spend too long in the Bass Pro Shop, my so I just like I got to get out of there, man. There's too Paulson, much. Paulson might get lost in the Bass Pro Shop, so if he ends up coming to Van- Amviv, we'll have to make sure we get him turned around the right I, way. I just don't fit in there because I don't own cowboy boots, a cowboy right. hat, 
or a Harley Davidson T-shirt. Um, uh, so I just don't fit in at Bass Pro. Right. Uh, we have one here, you know, about I don't know five miles from me. There's a Bass Pro shop, and I never go in there either. But anyway, um, yeah, that, that being said, the, the Silverton was a lovely uh, location. It was um, an awesome, nice, updated casino. Uh, I'd put it about ten levels above Palace Station. Oh, that's pretty and strong. maybe on par with Red Rock. Really? It was it was nice. It was uh, very nice, not it's, smoky. It was Red new. Rock is really nice. Yeah, it was probably uh, maybe a notch under uh, right. Red Rock, but it was very nice. It's going to be a great time at the Silverton, and it's close to so much stuff. You're five minutes from the Strip. Um, it's walking yeah, walking distance to an In and Out Burger. Um, mm-hmm. Not that anybody needs to walk because we're coming to a mini event. But hey, if you're overserved at the Silverton, you can walk to In and Out Burger. Oh, there you go. Get your drunk fix. Target across the street. There's a Cost Plus World Market across the street. I mean, tons of stuff for, for people to do, and everything you need is right there. Nice. I like it. Amviv.com. A-M-V-I-V.com for all the information. I'm working right now to get one of the uh, fine kids from the Amviv Planning Committee on so we can discuss more about the event as it uh, as we get closer to it. Happening in May. But you can make your reservations. You can make your hotel reservations now with the discount, which it's yeah. like nothing. I mean, it might as well be nothing. So in future, we've, I already mentioned this before. Um, so Am, um, Ambiv is happening May 28th to the 31st, 2015 at Silverton Casino Lodge in Las Vegas, Nevada. Room rates for May 28th, $40. 29th is $59. 30th, $59. 31st, $40. So for the grand total of like two nights stay anywhere else – you're well, you know what? Work. You're paying there pretty much what you pay on the strip just for resort fees. <laughs> right. I'm not kidding. Like $39 resort fees at most of the on-strip casino a night, and that doesn't even include your room. Uh, your room is another 100 and something on top of that. So Yeah, the Silverton will charge a nightly resort fee of 10 bucks. Yeah, exactly. So add $10 to the cost of the night. Anyway, it's super cheap. Um, and again, that's happening May 28th through the 31st uh, in uh, Las, Vegas, Las Vegas, Nevada. It'll uh, be nice. Right off of uh, Blue Diamond Phillips Road. Right off Blue Diamond. <laughs> Blue Diamond. Oh, the road to prompt, as it turns out. Yes. Mm, yes. Yes, home of uh, hookers and fireworks. <laughs> that's just Vegas, Not isn't that it? there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with that. There's a winery in prompt, too, and a really fine uh, automobile racetrack. Yes, we've been there. That's right. It's very nice. Uh, yeah, we had uh, Todd took pictures with bikini girls out at the racetrack or something. I, uh, d- I they were wearing less than bikinis. <laughs> yes. What was that for? Well, was it for Amviv? It was for Amviv. Yeah, it was that it the was, uh, Mav uh, TV. Mav TV was recording like some bikini babe show at the same time we were there. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and I remember that walking with Michael Babishkin. And huh. one of the girls, one of the mo- I, I, I use air quotes when I say one of the models, yeah. was walking towards us. She reached around, took her uh, bikini strap from her shoulder, dropped her top. Completely, she was completely. She was just adjusting her uh, uh-huh. ladies. She was adjusting the girls. The girls. And just walking right across the parking lot, just flopped them right out there, and they didn't really flop. They kind of stood at attention because I'm sure they were they were man made, of course. Of but course. Uh, I got a Babishkin, and his eyes were so big. <laughs> you know he listens to the show, too, right? Yeah, 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 but he'll remember. He'll remember, and he'll probably say they weren't, but they he's were. Already, he's already like seven shades of red. Sorry, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. You know what? At that point, you know he's a man. You haven't been to Vegas, and they guess you, you know, unless you get to see some <laughs> well, there you go. Um, so that's all that. Uh, we're actually going to do a real live Mini Cooper show here in just a minute. Let's get to all that just as soon as we pay some bills. Let's remind you about one of the fine sponsors here underneath the white roof, uh, my current favorite Mini Cooper website just because I need all the things, and that, of course, Outmotoring, outmotoring.com. doesn't matter what Mini you've got. doesn't matter what year, which make, which model. All of them, uh, you can get stuff for all those cars at outmotoring.com, including all the really cool uh, lifestyle stuff, the shirts, the hats, the shoes, the watches, all of that. The luggage, uh, you can get tools, uh, all the special tools you need for your mini. Uh, car care products, make your car clean and shiny, getting ready to, you know, we're coming, I know you guys still got bad weather, but you need to start planning ahead for spring. You can get all the car care products that you need over at outmotoring.com, get your ride in perfect looking shape for the spring. Um, plus all the other things, glove box doors and nizers and go fast parts and uh, look cool parts and all that stuff. It's all there. I mean, I found, I've already got like 17 things in my cart. It's ridiculous. Nice. It really is. Because you need all new stuff now. You've got a whole all different stuff. generation. I don't have anything. My car is completely stripped down. I have to get all the things. The, We're going to talk about that, too. <clears throat> the floor mats don't even fit. I, I've got rubber floor mats in my car. 
I live on the West Coast. It drives me nutty. I like carpet mats. All these things, right? Weird. Mm-hmm. You get all new things over at outmotoring.com. Um, and it, and I have gone to outmotoring.com and I have entered my email address in the subscribe box at the bottom of the homepage. So I even have a 5% discount code. So when I go to place my order at outmotoring.com, I will be able to save 5%. You guys can do that too. It only costs your email address. Super duper awesome. Super duper handy. You don't get spam. You get like an email a month. It's just, here, here, this is the cool new stuff that we have at outmotoring.com. Oh, and by the way, use this code and save 5%. That's a start treat. That's pretty cool of them, right? I think so. Uh, that's our friends again over at outmotoring, outmotoring.com. Mini performance, speed, and a turbo keychain. That's outmotoring.com. Hi, this is AJ, and you're listening to the world-famous White Roof Radio. Nice. We haven't had one of those in a while. <laughs> AJ from um, uh, Mini Takes Estates. She's currently in the process, I believe, of un- unshoveling herself out of about 100 feet of snow in New Jersey. Yeah, the East Coast got, well, hammered not uh, as much as they were supposed to. Not as bad as we thought it would. Although Boston. Not as bad they thought it would. If you live in Nantucket, if you live in, you know. Yeah, you are having some trouble. Yeah. You know, I once knew a man from Nantucket. That's <laughs> almost Canada, isn't it? Oh, and. <laughs> News music maestro, if you please. Boom. So we're managing somehow to click over to motoringfile.com. <laughs> There's been a pr- if you're listening to us and you hear stories that you've not seen on uh, on motoryfile. It's because they're white roof radio exclusives. <laughs> Go to white roof radio for the links. There there have been some uh, some link issues. Some, we're some glitches with motoringfile.com. At any rate, um, so we've got we're just going to start back at the back. Uh, we've got renamed Mini Rocketman gaining steam with the Mini Execs. So. We've been looking, talking about this damn mini forever now. Since I'm, I'm really over it because it's just, it's just wasting pixels. But now apparently not really. Got a name. Okay, I want to I want to remind everybody. Let's go back and and we have this. Uh, the video is still on YouTube. When I interviewed Mister Rich Steinberg, friend of the show, yeah, back when he was uh, he just left being product manager at Mini USA. That's back when he still wore close-toed to, close shoes, right? Right, right. Before he turned into a, a hippie and stopped shaving and uh, went to work for the electric division of cars for BMW. Anyway, <clears throat> Rich used to be uh, a product manager at Mini USA, left to go to BMW, head up the electric car division, and back in, I want to say this is 2010, on the launch of Mini Takes Estates, he was at headquarters. We interviewed him. And we were talking about electric cars, and he mentioned in the interview, if we go all the way back now, um, almost five years ago, to that interview, he mentioned that the mini plans were to still have a city car, which is basically the plan that has been in the works for at least five to seven years now, that they were going to go smaller. And this turned into the Rocket Man, and now it's from what we know, has been green-lighted, and they've renamed it now to the Mini Miner. It's going to be a bit of a smaller vehicle, if you will, or a city Which car. Totally like a throwback, because they had a Mini Miner yeah. Yeah. way back, and, you know, and they own the name now, so they can use it. Yep. Yeah, it's Austin Miner, if I'm not mistaken. But I just want to say, yeah. White Wolf Radio brought it to you first back in 2010 that this was, you know, on the books. Now... Yeah, it's not. We won't believe it, like DB said. We'll believe it when we see it, you know, at the auto show. Right. But uh, anyway, we're we're fingers crossed because everybody really, really wants this car. They really, really want the Super Legere too. I hope they do on both. That would be fantastic if both these cars came. Ah, oh, that would yeah. just be amazing. But anyway, because my car's huge. Have I mentioned my car? We'll talk about that later. <laughs> but anyway, you know, if if they make this a sub mini, you know. Below the hard top, anyway, especially for cost, because well, they're look at, in this story. There's actually suggested like the possibility of pricing, and the pricing is like like cheaper than a one. Well, yeah, from you know around fifteen grand for a mini. Now that being said, it's probably going to be three to five years before this even makes it, or at least a couple anyway. So right. that's hard to tell. You know what they're going to cost there because right now minis are starting out just over twenty thousand dollars. If they can even. Bring this car to the states. Yeah, if if they can even do the, man, I don't know. I I, I just don't know. 
I don't think anybody. I don't think that car would sell in the United States. I really don't. Well, we talked about it. Uh, what was it on last week's show? We is, show talked about it, and I I know everybody's. We, like, oh my god, I want this car so bad. I think you guys are all lying. I don't think these people. No, they we all. Want it, but I don't think anybody actually will buy it. That's what we said last week. That's what we all agreed on was that nobody nobody's buying the smallish cars. With the exception exception of the the Chevy Spark, and that's because like every rental car company in the country is buying it for beat it up, you know, rent it for twelve dollars a day, literally. Right. Right. Uh, um, not, not that many people are buying Fiat five hundreds. Yeah, but that's just a crap car. Well, it is. <laughs> the, the Sparks not. Yeah, no, I've I've rented a Spark before. It's a crap car, also. Yeah. Oh well, yeah, Chevy. Ford it, Fiesta is a much better car for a small car like that. Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah. But anyway, so that's that's the thing is the see, the Wolves have to keep an eye on that. But I mean, I don't know. I just don't know. I would really like to see that car though. I think there's a better chance of seeing that car than a Mini with a diesel in the United States ever. Um. Just well, <laughs> I think you might see them both, DB. Yeah, <laughs> I think uh, moving on. Uh, we've got uh, spy shots of the F sixty Countryman winter testing, which is that's the weirdest looking thing. I don't know how they do it with swirly graphics, but it looks like a Ford Explorer. You know what? I saw that too. And you know, I think there's a a fascia on the front. There's got to be. They do. They've they've got to put like a fascia on it, and they put like cladding pieces underneath the swirly graphics. Um, and it does not. I know the car is not going to look anything like the shape that we're seeing in this photograph. It's way too square. Way too square. And I think it's amazing that they can actually do that. I think it's amazing that they actually bother to go through the hassle to do that. But they do so that you can get out and testing. But so there it is. Yeah, it's it's interesting, and you know, a lot of feedback one way or the other. And I think here's here's what the the drawing line will be between the Countryman and the new Clubman that comes out, because rumor still is that the Clubman will have all wheel drive, and right. it will replace the countryman in that market segment if you will for now and then the countryman will become even more off-road even more extreme uh hopefully you know a little more powerful so if they put the two liter in there they could boost that thing up give it some more horsepower um and and be a little more extreme so we're still thinking that's the direction it's gonna go yeah that'd be pretty rad uh google could be selling auto insurance soon do we even care (laughs) <laughs> I guess if I, I you just don't, don't know I don't where to see why they haven't started already. I, yeah, I did see somebody the other day in one of the forums on Facebook. You know, ask they're like, "Hey, got a new mini? I just moved to so and so. I don't remember where it was, Florida, New Jersey, something like that." Part of that thread, I saw that too. Does anybody have a recommendation for car oh, insurance? And people got some, a lot of recommendations. It was, it was somebody whose insurance like quadrupled in price. Yeah. For no apparent reason, or because they moved across a county line or something. Or they, yeah, yeah, moved in out of the city or into the city or I don't know what. But I'm pleased to announce that when I uh, got a quote from my insurance with my with Progressive, which who I have my insurance through, on my new mini, uh, my me my insurance cost went up seventy five cents a month. That is incredible. That is awesome. Yeah, that's good. I was super stoked about that. So anyway, keep an eye out for Google doing that. For those of you who already hate Google, anyway, you probably won't bother. Um, so Todd called this one last week and the the delivery stop that happened. Yes. Wrong, wrong stickers. Yep. I mean, I said it. I think uh, we're talking window stickers, right? Well, no, we're talking the the weight capacity stickers on the inside of the door jam. Yeah, the ones that are riveted on. So it's not stickers. Yeah, it's um. I don't know if they're riveted on, but they're little like metal plate Uh, stickers. Little tamper-proof tags. Yes, yes, that's it. So, and I I called it last week, I just want to say that right now, is that I thought, you know, since it was a compliance issue, it was something that was going to be simple. They they basically got wrong, the gross vehicle weight, on both of the stickers on the Coopers. Yeah. How the the heck can that happen? See, this goes... I wonder if that guy still has his job. Yeah. Where they're just kind of letting the little things fall between the cracks. Here's my thoughts, okay? <clears throat> and this goes maybe segues on to another question that everybody's shifting one job to the left at many and has been for a while, all the way from the top down. We've got, um, you know, uh, uh, the head of the mini brain worldwide changed in the last couple of weeks. Sadr Haji's now a left uh, sales at many USA. Um, lots of things are changing. Uh, uh, Tom Salkowski goes from Mini USA to Mini Corporate in Munich. Things are everybody's shifting one thing to the left. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I think there was so much of a transition period over the last year that 
everybody who'd been doing everything for the last 12 years kind of knew this thing and had it all running like clockwork. And they're like, okay, here's all the details. Those people were gone, and they're off on BMW or Rolls-Royce or Husqvarna or wherever the hell they are. It's because Mini is a global brand behind a ginormous global parent company. Mm -hmm. And I find it hard to believe that BMW is set up so poorly <laughs> you could shift everybody one job to the left and what? so much stuff would go wrong. Well, clearly that's what's happened. I mean – That just that just floors me. Because it, it doesn't make any sense that it wouldn't go wrong because we had a, a switch over in 2007 to the R56, a completely new car, everything. If all of those things should have gone wrong, they should have gone wrong in 2007, not in 2015. Correct. Right? Right. Theoretically. I just find it hard to believe that a company at the size and scale that BMW operates at, that that these little small little things that are they, falling between the cracks because they're shuffling person. That they not, forgot the not wheel. Not to mix. mention the persons in those positions are highly paid individuals. <laughs> well, who should really have their pay pay explicitive pay, together? Pay notwithstanding, these are all people that operate in the automotive industry at the professional level. Right. Well, right. And that's that's basically what I, what I said, you know. Like, I mean, these are people that should be able to be thrown into any, almost any position, and be brought up to speed quickly, and hit the ground running. Well, and and we knew, and BMW does this on a schedule. They change cars. Not to say it's their fault yet, but no. it's they, BMW changes cars every six to seven years, and they knew right. this was coming. They should have had plenty of time to prepare for all of the details because they've done this before. That's my point. It's not yeah. new. They're in the car business. Yeah. They, they should know. Cars now since what? The 60s, 50s. There should be some sort of freaking checklist all the way down to make sure everything is compliant. Well, in, 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 in their defense, Don, a lot of things have changed since the 50s. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Just saying. <It's> <laughs> so anyway, so if you're worried that there might be something tragically wrong with your car there's because not. it stopped letting them off, the, there's nothing wrong with your car. It just, it's got the wrong weight. It's like being it. a woman. You're lying about your weight on the sticker. Oh, you know? it is. That's it's it. All. Oh, <laughs> that is Todd at what you're referring to. <laughs> you go. Let's move along. Gabe's got the uh, next long-term test car in the Motoring Fog Garage. It's an F56 Cooper S. You can go back and read all about it over at Motoring File. We're going to skip all that for now. Uh, we are getting a BMW and Mini Parts Distribution Center in California, which is uh, which is cool for everybody west of the Rockies anyway, because it'll exactly. increase shipping times to you know for special parts, and I think it'll help dealers because a lot of dealers you know they do high volume, they stock a lot of parts, but a lot of times you'll take your Mini in, you're like, oh hey, this broke or whatever, and it may be something really obscure. Well, you won't have to wait so long now. There yeah. you go. Which is super nice. Yep. Uh, and hey, you're uh, employing some Californians. That's right. More jobs for Californians. Hopefully some of them speak English. There you go. There you go. Well, and... Um, you, know, you know, the interesting thing is, is uh, we get calls, you know, daily. And people are like, that's all you do is many? Like, yes, that's all That's all I have. I have a stockpile of parts here. We know what, what breaks, what needs to be done. And the good dealers, they know what what they need. Right. And they have those things waiting, ready there, you know, should that piece break. Well, and you know, too, you know? Chad, you've been working on them long enough. You realize that, you know, you're going to stock batteries. You're going to stock a certain number of tire, you know, a certain size of tires in general. And if not, you'll be able to get them across town. You know yeah. things that are <laughs> Yeah, there's common. two tires I stock. I stock 116 and I stock 117. Yep. Here in an all season, ready to go. Should that person come in, it's like, um, by the way, these tires are bald. I really can't let you leave safely without these. Right. Oh, you're right. They are kind of you know, like I didn't know. You know, like I stock two nice all season, great warranty, good traction tires all the time. Yep. It's not a huge expense. They're just here all the time. But you think about that and batteries. That's the other thing that literally. Oh, I got, yeah, I got s seven on the shelf right now. But literally, that's the kind of thing where if you bring your car in and the battery's dead, it's like, and it's winter, you literally, your car started this morning. It may not start tomorrow morning. Hell, it may not start at the grocery store on your way home. Yep. So yep. you better take a battery with you today. And I'm not kidding about that because your battery, it'll fade a little bit, but one of these days, it's just going to flat out die. Yep. And if it's more than five years old, you need to replace it tomorrow. And yep. you can open it up, and you can look at the date. It's it's punched right on the top of your battery. And if it is five years old or older, you need to go to your local mini dealer. You need to go call Chad at Detroit Tune. You need to go to Napa, wherever that's close to you, if you don't have a mini dealer close enough. And you need to replace your battery. 
Well, the, the the thing is, is it's it's not just that it's cold. If all of a sudden you go from thirty degree days to a negative ten degree days, it's that switch from that day, boom, battery's done, dead. It and you don't have any choice in the matter. It's just gone. Yep. Right. So DB, that's another thing for you to to look at in your car. And I know you got. Yeah, I, I have to. I have to look at all the things. I haven't. I've just spent a week just trying to get over the fact that it's freaking giant. My car is giant. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, not only that, but when you get your battery replaced, it's very important that you have somebody, with a dealer, Eurotex, whoever, code the battery to the car. Ah, got it. It's very yeah. important. So you just can't. That's put, if it's an R fifty six. Yes, R fifty six Gen two car, and I'm sure the F fifty six are even more I can't sophisticated. Discuss- battery out put the new battery you, you can't just swap batteries you actually have to tell the car hey it's got a new battery because it it varies the output of the alternator and make sure the alternator is not trying to overcharge the battery because the battery is four years old versus one year old or whatever and it uh the whole the car is smart enough to know these things yeah. and it makes the output of the alternator work it makes the the way the battery charges work different all that stuff so you really need to tell the car yes I need this, and that takes special tools. So if you're listening and you don't know what that means, if your car is 2007 or newer, that you need to be sure and have your dealer or a, a, you know somebody who knows what they're doing code that battery to the car. It don't just go to uh, the AutoZone or O'Reilly's and have them put the battery in because they won't do that. Right, right. Moving on. Yeah. Um, so you guys remember right after Mini Takes the States, I put a post up over at dbmini.us. Everybody read it, and it was about how um, – Everything that was going wrong during many takes of states, every minor little thing, you know, people get in accidents, uh, having car issues, uh, just people from Mini USA and the dealer network, they were just taking care of it, right? No, just what's wrong? What do I need to do to make this fixed? What do we have to do to make this better, right? Just making sure everybody had a great time. The issues came up. They were resolved right away. There's actually a name for that program, uh, and that's a, this latest post that we've got here at motoringfile.com, and it's actually called – hang on a second the – the Motor Obsession Program started in 2014. And apparently, there many USA is preparing to double down on this program for 2015, just to really knock it out of the park. Especially after the dismal showing that many USA had in 2014. And it's funny because we knew about this before many takes the states, and it was kind of a secret thing for a while that that dealers had. And basically, there's a pool of money that every dealer has, depending on sales volume and how many cars they they push out. It's so much per car, you know, average. And so then they've got this pool of money to spend that they can do things and according to the article here you know everything from sending flowers to some you know one of your customers whose family member died or whatever i mean really cool stuff of calling it a pool of money is really the, is really incorrect though uh, because it's not just money that's just sitting there that they can hand out or just spend whatever on it's a it's, discretionary it's, fund it's discretionary funds it's 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 the funding for this particular program and they don't have to spend it is the thing and there's a maximum per you know per incident if you will and you know that's neither here nor there what that is but the dealer is allowed to do something extravagant for you to provide you above and beyond service and uh, if this has happened to you write into us at feedback at whiteroofradio.com and let us know what you know what your dealer did that was above and beyond like oh my gosh they had lunch for me and they bought me a pizza and whatever Or they turn on the foosball table if you're over at Mini of Ontario, their hockey table if you're at Mini of Ontario. Or, you know, gift certificate to, to go to dinner or something like that. I've or, seen that happen. Throw a bunch of shoes at you even. I've seen that too. See, there you go. Um, Mini USA, Todd called this one last week. Mini USA names the new head of sales. That, of course, um, is... Mark Orlando. Mark Orlando, department head of sales, uh, replacing Sadr Haji, who has been uh, given the role of head for regional sales and marketing for the Eastern region. Well done, gentlemen. Yep, yep. So things are things are shifting around. It's going to be a new year. I think it's going to be a great year for many. And that's everything I've read. Every time David Duncan, David Duncan is quoted in the media, you know, whatever automotive media, they're really projecting that this year's sales are going to go back to, you know, like uh, 2010 yeah. year volumes. So. Hopefully, you know, if they could put the right stickers on cars. <laughs> If they could stop, if they could stop doing delivery holds. If they would actually let people buy cars, (laughs) I think 2015 could be a banner year. Well, you know, I would think you know a sticker is a pretty easy thing to replace. But then, of course, they have to get the things done right, and then you know the artwork and the production, and they got to ship them. Then got to train the dealers how to install the stickers. Exactly. 
So if if they will sell cars in 2015, wow, they could have a banner year. I'm just saying. Yeah. Not to be that guy, but you know, for a minute, just well, to be that guy. Let's. Do we all predict that JCW is going to help sales this year, or it, do you think it, it'll matter? I do, and we're gonna we're getting we're jumping into this is the JCW portion of the show now. So the configurator's been updated. Chili Red's back. I'm guessing that's for the JCW exterior pack. Yeah, the JCW itself, the the JCW car. Is not in the configurator yet. That won't be announced until Just like March. Just HCW exterior package and chili red is now available. And uh, so, I mean, if you're looking to get that far with your car, right. by all means, it's the only way to get chili red on. Uh, you can get it without buying a JCW. If you buy the JCW exterior pack, chili red is an option that goes with that. I sent you guys a picture last week. We should probably post that as this week's show picture of an F55, the five door mini in chili red with the jcw arrow kit and that is on a five door that is the first one i've seen you have to send that picture because you didn't send me that one okay so i will i will send that over but that'll be the picture of this week's show notes so you guys have to click back over to whiteroofradio.com and check that out and by the way it looks really good when you see the picture of the rear of this car i really like the jcw bumper the rear bumper and it'll be the same on the f55 as it is on the f56 but uh it looks really good yeah, and speaking of JCW, who watched the uh, X-Car Films Mini Challenge F56 video? I did not. I did O to the M to the mother effing G. That was pretty awesome. Oh, yeah. This car's hot, dude. 275 horsepower. Uh, it's got like a race car transmission, you, you know, bump shift. It sounds rad. Oh, it sounds amazing. Uh, you just need to go and watch this video and realize that we really need the mini challenge series here in the United States. Yeah, that would be very cool. And then apparently it's grown. It's now it's three different cars. So you've got the full-blown race car. Then they do it also in uh, just J- straight JCW, and they do the Cooper class. And they do all that over in England, and it's super popular. They get a huge turnout at all the races. It's amazing. And if you haven't watched this video yet, it's like six minutes long. Take the six minutes. You'll be blown away. The kid's kind of a dork. Just skip ahead to the parts where he's driving the car, and he's not very good at driving the car, but he makes it make the noise, which is amazing. It looks awesome in that matte gray, too. Dude. And the interior is, like, totally stripped out. It's a total race car. Well, it's like, remember the challenge car that was available here for like five minutes, right? They, yes. sold, they sold like two of them in the U.S. because they couldn't touch the streets, public streets. It right. Literally, it had to trailer that thing. This car is going to be the same way. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, anyway. That's slicks and all that. Dude, it's awesome. And speaking of JCW, because I think we've, we've hit the end of the news now, right? Yes, the news is now over. Okay, here. I'm just going to tag this at the very end because today um, I went online. And since we know the price, the base price of the JCW – which is like $30,600 plus 850 destination, right? Plus destination, yeah. So I basically went and configured a Cooper S and add, you know, took that as a starting point to see how much a JCW would be equipped the way I want it. And I think I got it around 36 or 37 grand. That's not bad. Um I, I didn't think it was too bad because, you know, I I'm it, it's not a secret that my heart's kind of been set on a uh Range Rover Evoque, right? For quite some time. And those start above 40. You know, they're, they're about the cheapest one you can get brand new is around 41, 42. Um, there's not many options you can put on this. They all have the same engine. It's not like there's different levels. But anyway, so I was looking at this trying to figure out Range Rover Evoque, JCW, because I'm going to be looking about the same time, probably April, May, June, right? Okay. And so I'm looking at 37 grand for a JCW. Or forty-two to forty-five for an Evoke, All right? I know that's a pretty big. There's a pretty big leap there. I mean, there's a seven grand different in in, in leap. But what do you? What are you guys' thoughts? Um, uh, I don't know. I I I'm not that big of a fan of an Evoke. Yeah, I'm I'm not not I, a fan. But it kind of to me it seems more like do you want more of an SUV, more big kind of feel, or do you want more of a car? Right. <laughs> That's a good question because there's I see I see positives for both. I see opportunities. Yeah, I mean they're two completely and, and there is, and I'm not I'm not disagreeing with that at all. It's just, do you want a car, or do you want something bigger? Because I've been driving um, a 2006 JCW GP every day since August of 2006. Right. So nine years, almost you know, going on nine years. Right. Um, I've had that experience. It's been fun. Uh, but I'm getting old. I'm tired. I want comfort. I want luxury. Mm, yeah. And 
I gotta say, um, why do you need a giant SUV for that? When you're, when well, it's not really. I mean, if you look at the Evoke, it is. Under the time, you're it's, the only person. It's, in a- it's not giant. The Evoke yes. is pasement sized. It's small. It is. Yeah, but it's it's still really tall. Yeah, it's a yeah. little tall, but man, to me, a, it's like, do you want to climb into that every day? It's it's, it's but it's it's not a bad looking car though. I mean, it's not. Uh, I've driven it. I like it's it. It's Not horrible. It's not like I've, I've uh, not driven it, not been in it, and and played with it. It is luxurious. Yeah, uh, I could never see any of us ever buying a car sight unseen. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, it's, it's one of the even you know, Don's purchases. I mean, how many <laughs> R fifty sixes? You know what I mean? People trim package. Have you ever? You know, yeah, what I mean is like people go, oh, here's my dream car, and then they actually get in and drive their dream car, and they're like, oh, I hate it for whatever reason. Like right. I was hoping that was going to happen to me with the Range Rover, and it didn't. I drove it and went, I really yeah, like this. I'm surprised that you're looking at that, that you're so hot on the Evoque, because the other car that I'm – the car that I'm surprised you're not actually looking at is a U640. Um, No, not a 640. You know what? I, <laughs> this the is – this is the next level. Every but, time you talk about that car, it's like I hear a little BMW Woody grow in your pants. You know what else could could be had for around the same price is a used a, Audi A7. Yeah, see, that's a big car though, dude. That is a giant car. That's a giant car. It's nice. That is a giant car, and I will say that I drove an M5 like, the other day. I don't, I'd almost rather get a like a U7 though. Well, and that's the thing is, I got into a, an M5 it's the other day, and big. that car was enormous. Oh my gosh, I was like, I was afraid to, afraid to drive this car. It was so big, and I thought. Um, no, I don't want to do that, and yeah. I think I'd have to probably test drive and evoke a few more times because it is much bigger than a mini. There's no question yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah. So maybe I just don't want to get away from the the small. So we cars. need to find you like a like a like a small car, but something that's still like small-ish, but but uh, but nice, like uh, like really nice. Yeah, and I just don't know if that look, if there's anything on the market. An, have you looked at an M3? Um. And I was gonna say, I mean, if you want something pacement size, have you even looked at a pacement yet? Because I mean, have you I mean, they're 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 no. your dealer probably could like throw one at you. Yeah, to, I could pay you to drive one. Yeah, I thought about a JCW pacement, and I'm like, ah, that's just that's just definitely not gonna happen. Okay, okay, <laughs> that one's off the table. But I uh, do like the idea of the JCW, and I may wait until we get to actually drive this car. There you um, go. Before you actually do anything, that's that's probably wise. Yeah, because I'm like, I just, I can't get away from the Mini family. And to to do either, I'm definitely going to sell the GP. And um, I think that'll be an interesting, you know, storyline for us here on White Roof Radio is that I will put that car up for sale. I don't think I'm going to trade it in. But right. um, my guess is it's going to be, I would take a steal for it at about thirteen five. Well, stay uh, tuned for more. I, we might I, be. Five yeah. bucks right now says Todd's will regret it someday. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure I will, but you know what? You can't keep a car for forever. It's just like oh, DB. Yeah, you, you know, DB. You know how hard it was to get rid of of uh, of your your you know your Roxy, your Velvet Red Mini that you've driven for so long, put so much into and everything. That was difficult, right? Yes, it was very difficult. So I'm gonna That's have the right. same kind of decision. My Facebook cover page has been pictures of Roxy all week. <laughs> my telephone, but, my telephone screen is a picture of Roxy. So your your decision to to leave that car was not based on the fact that you didn't love it anymore. Correct. It was a financial decision not to. Yeah. Yeah. It was a. It okay. was there, there was a lot of reasons for me to have to get out of that car. Right. But but Todd's you well, know your GP it runs it drives. Oh, it's no a fantastic car. It. Yeah. Just, the yeah. wheels haven't but, fallen off. You I, know. But Todd's position because to be honest, I mean, I want to do it to the R56, but not really. I'm not in a you know, rush. Is it's a rough ride. And you and you're sitting down low. It'd be nice to have something where you got into it like it's a car. You see what you I mean? Have to fall into the car. You feel but, me? Yeah, I can sense it. <laughs> I totally feel you, brother. Yep. It would be nice to have something. And you know, let's just use a car for an example. Let's just use like the Chevy Malibu, which, by all accounts, is a perfectly adequate car. It's a Camry, right? It, it's it has like, a bench as a seat. Yeah. Seat. You know, it's a car for for uh, people in their sixties. Look, I have but, a couch. When you get into this car, there's there's no effort involved. You just you get in, you well, get out. And here's I'm gonna in. blow your mind right now. And you you start it, it's quiet, you can barely hear it running. Yep. It's a comfortable ride, you get a little bit of road noise. Uh you know, and it's just a it's just an it's a, it's an adequate automobile and it gives you an adequate driving experience. There's zero excitement whatsoever. Right. But it's quiet and it's comfortable. It's got right. no soul it's, whatsoever. It, it's and, finding quiet, comfortable 
and excitement. Yeah, I want luxury though. I need I need okay. high end luxury to go with it. Like so I, I say, dude, you need to look at an M. You need to look at an M3, maybe a couple years old. You need to look if you want to go big, look at a seven, or even look at the A7 if you really want to go crazy with the Audis and buy a Volkswagen. That's what <laughs> I would do. Or even heck, look at Mercs. Yeah. Well, around don't don't. I got time. That's not going to be a snap decision. I got three or four months to think about it. But here's what I'm going to blow your mind is when I was in Vegas this week, <clears throat> I rented a, uh, a Kia Soul. <laughs> and I chose this. I mean, they, they gave me I've everything. Heard, I've heard good things about that car. I am going to say good things about that car. You heard right. Because heard we got in this car and drove it around Vegas for four days. Yeah. And I'm like, son of a bitch, this is a really good car. It really is. <laughs> it is a. It really is a good. And it's, 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 it, it meets most of your criteria in that it's quiet and it's comfortable. I was it's, shocked. It's also peppy because it's got a 2.2 liter motor in it. You know, I yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't not peppy, but it's, man, it's it, not going to. I mean, it's going to get out of its own way. I mean, it it's was not sloppy. Gonna, it was sloppy handling. I tried a couple on ramps, and I'm like, oh no, this thing's going to roll. Well, <laughs> in, in its defense, I think every car you do what you do with a mini is sloppy handling. Right, I mean, right, right. But I gotta any, say, any car. I don't care who, what manufacturer. It's a sloppy handling car. A Kia Soul on your on your wish list? No, it's not going to be on my wish list. I think the thing is uh, like hideously ugly. But it was comfortable. I gotta say, it was comfortable getting out of. It had tech. Um, and my lady friend even said after three days, she's like, you know what? I may consider saving some money, getting rid of the mini, and getting one of these. And we did the math and went, oh, the mileage is going to kill you. It gets 10 miles fewer per gallon. Oh, that's not cool. Than the F56. That was not cool. And price-wise, once you equip it, it wasn't going to save that much money. So, but, oh. you know, it was a de- But that being said, it was a decent car. I was shocked, yeah. really I'm- shocked at how good of a car this was. I've heard the same thing. So, yeah. anyway, really quick, can I stop? Yep. I want to tell everybody about CravenSpeed.com really quick. Is that cool? Yep. Because it's another place I've got like 87 things in my shopping cart. And so I work at CravenSpeed. Uh, first and foremost, of course, the FlexPod mount, a.k.a. the squeezy thing. I'm, I'm going crazy. I can't see my phone. I'm just uh, driving along. I can't see my telephone. I can't swipe through my songs because, you know, I, I use a thing. I have to swipe right when I go through my songs. Just how it works. Uh, and I have to reach for my phone down the center. That's not cool. And if you do that, that is so not cool. You need to get yourself over to CravenSpeed.com and you need to get yourself a FlexPod mount for your phone. And just make that happen because that is the greatest thing you'll ever do to your Mini, I guarantee. If you have an F56, you should get the F56 intake because that's super nice. If you live in California and you don't want your license plate stuck to the front bumper of your car anymore, get the Platypus mount. And if you've got a car with a dipstick, you should have the CravenSpeed dipstick already just because it's one you can actually read and it won't break when you take it in and out of the hole. Done, done, and done. Cravenspeed.com. Go over there, check out all that stuff. Click on the mini link at the top. You can find all the really cool things. Oh, I forgot the show. I can get the short shifter now, too. Yeah, you could. Yeah, see, I need um, I need to uh, fill up my card at Cravenspeed. Also, when you're there, scroll to the bottom of the page. Give them uh, your email address, and you will also get the Cravenspeed newsletter, so it keeps you up to date on what's happening with Cravenspeed, all the new stuff that comes down the pipe. Really cool stuff. Go over there and check it all out. Cravenspeed.com, home of the mini dipstick. Nice. Yeah, so I need all the things. My car's huge. So my car, my new car, the new Mini, the R56. The 2008. The 2008. It's massive. This car is huge. (laughs) I I, I don't – there's no other way to put it. Do you curb a wheel yet? I'm not the first person to go from an R50 to an R56. No. R53 to an R56, but it's it's huge. You haven't curbed a wheel yet, though, have you? No, no, it's not that big. I I curbed a wheel in the F56 uh, last week. Yeah, I haven't done that yet. Uh, <laughs> I did it. I was so embarrassed. They're winter wheels, so I didn't really care oh, that much, but I like, I've curbed a wheel. I like this car a lot. Um, it has a 14-gallon gas tank. I don't know how you can get 14 gallons worth of fuel in a 13-gallon tank, but I've managed that, so that's pretty exciting. Uh, I'm getting 7 to 10 miles per gallon more than I was in Roxy. I've, did a, I've driven, I don't know, almost 1,000 miles since I got it. Much more efficient, yeah. Much more efficient. I went a full tank of fuel. That's on a thirty percent. That's a thirty percent. Well, not quite a thirty. That's twenty five percent improvement I, over your previous. I went four hundred and twenty miles on fourteen gallons of fuel. Mm-hmm. Is that what it was? Well, it don't was ever a- move to an F fifty six Cooper DB because you'll be lucky to get three hundred and twenty five miles out of a tank. Well, it's because it doesn't have the fourteen gallon tank. Right, it's got a ten gallon tank. Yeah, my first my first tank of fuel 
um, I averaged uh, my. I did the math. This wasn't on the computer. Doing the math, the uh, thirty-four point two miles per gallon. You could drive all the way to California and back, couldn't you? One thing you guess. I can drive to my parents' house and almost all the way back to Arizona. Yep. So I can drive from where my parents' new house in Arizona. A round trip. I can almost do round trip to Vegas. Nice. In my new car, which is nice. It's huge. Did I mention it's huge? <laughs> it's huge. It's massive. And for those, you guys should have already seen it. I post over at dvmini.us the horrendous roof graphics. Oh, my God. <laughs> hey. I had nothing to do with was, this. It was not that bad. I had Yes, it's that bad, Chad. Oh, my God. Oh, that, oh come on. They're that it's bad. geckos. They're geckos 69ing, Chad. People have made a whole marketing campaign around that. It's thing. so cliche to be in Phoenix with yes. those stupid have, things on the top of your car. Lists on the roof. It could well, not when be you're driving around, you know, Arizona and everything looks like a Pueblo. Just like... put a big freaking Coco Pelli on there and call it a day, you know? No, not either. No. <laughs> I'm gonna peel all that off and I'm gonna clay bar and buff the roof so it's back to being a brilliant shade of white. Yeah. With anything else. And then in May I'm gonna have Todd restripe it. I'm gonna take the clear bond stripes off. I'm gonna have Todd put better stripes on the front and back, and it'll be awesome. Yep, we're gonna, we're gonna, gonna figure out what I want to do for the other things yet. I'm con- I'm confused on wheels right now. I don't know what's happening. I needs a rear sway bar. You need those 18 inch JCWs of mine, man. I need the 18 inch JCWs. I'm not but sure, they're but black. I'm not sure black wheels would look good on a car with a white top. No, no, no. it white just doesn't roof. work. It doesn't white work. White roof, white wheels. White. Black looks okay, but it's not. It's just not quite right. Um, um, so there's that. This car has too much sway. This car will. Lift off oversteer like a boss. I, I almost say, yeah. completely spun out in this car. I will say the difference in handling between DB, your car, the R56 Cooper, and the F56 Cooper is ridiculous. They're like two completely different automobiles. Like different cars. Not not helped by the fact that my car had some suspension mods. I did the rear sway and I had right. lower springs and I had the sports the sport uh, suspension struts. So. That those points notwithstanding, I could still get Roxy to to over rotate just a skosh, right? If I had everything was perfect, lift off oversteer, and I could do a little bit of a tail wiggle. This car, it's just I go, hey, lift off oversteer. No. Right now, my car just turned sideways in the garage. <laughs> it's crazy. I like it though. It tries. I like the way it handles, but it definitely needs a rear sway bar. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's going to be one of my first mods. I think you need at least seventeen inch wheels on that thing. And I'm not sure about wheels yet, um, but I definitely want more low. So I'm going to do more low before I change wheels. I think, or I'll do I'll I'll get my uh, my five stars and I'll have them powder coated black and put those on just for some. Different. I think they'd look good on there. I don't know. I I don't think that's I, what I want. But. I think I think the the R56 is is in desperate need of 17 inch wheels, even more so than the F. Yeah, I just don't want the seven. I don't want 17 inch wheels, and I'd just rather make it more low. I think I'll be okay with 16s. I've seen that look. I, I, there are 16s it works. here. It the coilovers. Yeah, I think it really needs 17s too, but... I don't like 17s. I like 16s. It's okay. <laughs> That's all right, man. Different taste. I like 16s because I don't like paying for 17-inch tires. I'm a giant cheap it's not as It's not as they're, expensive as it used to be. Yeah, they're they're within they have, $8 of each other now. I was going to say, you can still get tires for less than 100 bucks for that car. Last from time I had to get 17-inch tires, tires on a Mini, I put a Kumo... Uh, Kumo Extas on my car and I put the Kumo same tire on the car with the 17s and on the car with the 17s it was $100 more yeah no it's it's not that's you know basically $25 per more and it's not like that anymore no now when you jump to 18s it still is 18s are a ticket and that's just ridiculous yeah bring some Crisco with you for besides that that, I only have I, I only have 120 horsepower so and the power on this car comes on way different than my car did yeah oh yeah totally way sooner you got a and lot more torque in your car now. A lot more torque in this car, um, and it's available lower down. This car's not near as fun to drive on the freeway third in third gear. It's got no balls. Because <laughs> there's nothing up there. No, there's nothing there, man. That's it, all she's got. There is. There's a little bit, but not like Mike, not like Roxy. Roxy, I mean, the R50 had you third gear. I mean, boom, you're third gear. It's 70 miles an hour. You're having a great time. But you can yeah. redline this a lot. Like, you really got to get the power band up to get the power out of this car. It's pretty quick. I'm, I'm pretty pleased so far. I'm thinking about taking it out for a track day in um, February. Yeah. Just to get a feel for it before I start putting things on it. Yeah. I'm fairly certain the rear sway bar is going to be one. Yeah, I was, was going to say, put a sway bar on before your track day, please. Yeah. I should probably do that beforehand because it's just, oh, it's so horrible. I mean, it's just wobble. And then the other thing that I want to tell you about my car, and for those of you who drive R56, first of all, 
anybody that sticks with the, with the stock factory brakes, you guys are insane. I, I can't believe how filthy the wheels are. It's so dumb. The pads, yeah. you mean? The pads, that's what I meant. The pads. The pads are horrible. And the stereo on the car, the stock stereo, is crap. It's not that good. It's no. crap. Oh. The iPhone speakers sound better than the stereo in this car. Yeah. And has better bass response. Yeah, agreed. The, the the stock stereo is pretty bad. Harman Kardon is almost a necessity in that. And I don't yeah. know if there's much you can do about it, DB. Um, oh, I'm going to talk to uh, I'm going to talk to Mr. Summers. He's going to we're going to sit down. We're going to have a chat. If you there, change the speakers, there, is, if there you, is ways, but it's not cheap. Yeah, it's not cheap. I think if you just simply change out the speakers, um, I think uh, it's more. I think it's a matter of getting more power in the system and then adding like some kind of better bass response. I'm going to talk to Jerry. He knows I'm he knows I'm limited on funds on a giant cheapskate. So we're going to see what we can do. It's all about the speakers, man. It'll be a good time. How are we doing on time? Because we have an Ask Chad question I'd like to get to. Um, I think we could probably do that. Yes, we could. Excellent. The, so we, as we mentioned a few shows back, is um, we, do, we fired up the Ask Chad inbox, and we were getting some emails again, which is super nice. Again, you guys can send those Mini Cooper-related questions over to our good man, Chad Miller from Detroit Tune, DetroitTune.com, and he will answer those questions for you relatively free of charge. All you have to do is send an email to askchad at whiteroofradio.com. Done and done. Not ask Chad or ask chat. It's ask, <laughs> S-K, Chad, C-H-A-D, at whiteroofradio.com. Yeah, the ask chat, that goes to Zeke in Canada. Sorry, that goes to everybody <laughs> Zeke. Exactly. Who is skiing right now. Yeah. He wanted a shout-out, and that was it. He got it. There yep. you go. Done and done. Our, one of our latest uh, um, uh, Patreon subscribers, too, by the way. Thank you, yeah, Zeke. Yeah, I've got some I got shout-outs to do for that later on, because our, our boy Kyle chipped in pretty big this week, too. Yep. Um, anyway, this one in from uh, Dean from, Neba- from Nebraska. Long-time listener, uh, first-time caller. And he has a, two, a 2010 Cooper with um, 97,000 miles on it, which is really, really strong. And he's been having trouble with the throwing engine codes for an exhaust camshaft position. Chad, what the hell is that? If you looked it up in Urban Dictionary, it says that really that's what that means. That's nothing. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's a sensor that senses where your exhaust camshaft is positioned. Well, see, then there you go. Um, so his local shop thought it maybe needed an oil change, okay? Um, okay. And he always uses the same oil through every 3,000 miles. Uh, the code went away after he got it back from the shop. Stayed away for about a month. Uh, then he was driving again, and the code came up again. And he's wondering what the code could be and what needs to be done to actually make it stop. I'm going to ask Chad this question before he answers it, too. Could it be just the sensor, or is it the camshaft is actually you know, in a bad position? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, smarter it than I look. Could, yeah. <laughs> it, it could be just a bad sensor. Yeah. Very, okay. very, Likely. you know, yes, it could be. Um, the fact that it went away... And then came back. It's probably not as bad of a sensor as maybe what it should be. There might be something other things related back to the timing chain that could be causing this issue. Now, obviously, he's uh, or they are changing their oil uh, quite regularly, which is great. So you could have something as simple as a sticking Vanos unit that's telling the camshaft. Okay, don't uh, advance up until this RPM, or it's wanting to advance, but it's not because it is sticking because things are gunked up in there. Now, with the the extra oil changes, that's really good, um, but it could just be as simple as a bad sensor, or something is stuck that's reading the bad cam in the car that's saying that yeah it really is not in the right position i'm going to throw a flag but why is that cam not in the right position is something in the timing chain cassette wrong is there a vanos that's wrong is it a vanos sprocket that's wrong is there's something that's failing that's not not allowing the cam to go to the next position so chad would it be a good idea for him to actually have this looked at by somebody who's more familiar with mini coopers uh, well, I will definitely say that um, you, you know, it needing an oil change is not why that cam position sensor is is uh, on. Right. Um, if you had a low oil light, that would tell you that, yes, you need an oil change. Um, but I would definitely say that you need to trust whoever you're, you're having look at your car, whether it is a mini-specific shop, a mini-dealer, or a independent shop that works on European cars. 
Um, I would not recommend a a, a general automatic sh- uh, car shop that works on kind of everything. Because um, Euros and U.S. cars, they really are a lot different. And that's, you know, that's a factor to take into play. Um, I would definitely say that something should be looked at. And I would also wonder how many, what kind of noise has the car made? Has it made more noise since, uh, as of recent or since, since it was new? Cause that would tell me, yes, the timing chain is off or it's doing this or it's doing that or something along that line. So, um, it's almost like we need more information, but yes, he's looking in the right positions. And if, if the mechanic told him that you need an oil change, you need to find a new mechanic. Yeah, yeah. Just, for that particular instance. And I, I, I would say, I mean, I understand you're, you're way out of warranty and everything like that, but take it to the mini dealer and see what they charge you to look at it. You know, change- normally 125 bucks. They will do a diagnostic and tell you what's wrong. Right, right. And they could hook it up and, and tell you exactly because they've seen it, you know. A hundred times, or you know, at least a dozen times, anyway. And if you don't get any satisfaction there, you're not far from Kansas City. Bring it on down to Barron. I'll uh, I'll get you hooked up. Um, you know, I don't know anything about the dealers. You know what you're close to uh, in Nebraska, but uh, let us let us know. I, I'm yeah. sure if you take it to the mini dealer there, and uh, and I'll tell you that overall, I've replaced one cam sensor ever. And again, I don't work on the volume that a mini dealer does, but I've had one car come in here and it said, hey, I needed a cam position sensor. And uh, we did a few little things. We tried a few things. And because I don't like to always replace the sensor right away because nine times out of 10, it does, it's not the sensor. And we got it to go away for a while. And then it came back and it was coming back constantly. We replaced the sensor. Yes, it was a sensor. Overall, cars nowadays, the sensors are better, and they don't just fail. So if the sensor is telling you, hey, this cam's out of position, it's probably because the cam really is out of position. Yeah. That's nine times out of ten. Now, there's always that one thing. It's like, yeah, it is just a sensor. It needs a sensor. But having somebody that has the proper tools to scan the car, make sure that what is really going on really is going on and do a little bit of testing to make sure that they're repairing the right pieces is good because somebody telling you that it needs an oil change. Nope. That that's that's not going to fix that. I'm sorry. Yeah. Especially since you have already made sure that you are changing the oil, um, extra. Yeah. Uh, 3000 miles, I think is a little early. You could probably go a little longer, but if you're comfortable with that and you don't mind spending the money, it's totally fine, and I applaud you for doing that. Yep, extra insurance. That's what I always tell people. If you get your oil changed every you know, 5,000 miles, that is complete. Uh, that's just cheap insurance right there. Exactly. Totally do that. Anyway, Chad, thank you very much, sir. You, too, can have Chad ask, uh, answer your question uh, relatively free of charge. Send that over to AskChad at WireFreeDo.com. Uh, all we ask is if you like what Chad's doing here is you click over to DetroitTuned.com. Maybe, you know, buy yourself something nice, please. I was over at Detroit Tune because Detroit Tune is also one of the places where I will probably be buying stuff for my car from. Brake pads. Brake pads, sway bars. Dude, and, and the nice thing is, DB, is the, is the pads on your R56 literally might take you 20 minutes. Oh, oh yeah, they're, they're easier in the Gen 1 cars. It'll take you longer to jack the car up than it will to change the... 20 minutes to do uh, my car, the R50. Do what? It only took me 20 minutes to do the fronts on the R50. Okay, so you might be able to do this one in 10. <laughs> You're down to 5. Yes. Yeah, seriously, seriously. You get the right tools, man. You are. It is so stinking easy. Nice, very good. Go over to Detroit Tune, DetroitTune.com. Buy yourself something nice, like we said. That'd be really cool. Thank you very much. We appreciate that. Uh, thanks, Chad, for answering the question. Very cool. Nicely done. Uh, and I want to say thanks to all of you guys out there in White Roof Radio Land who have actually kicked down the Patreon. So far this month, there's been quite a few. We're getting uh, up there. Let's shout out, do a shout out here. Our, our, our man Phil, Jeremy has. He's kicked in. Stefan, uh, Thomas, Alex kicked in some money. Uh, our man Kyle, boy Kyle up in Canada, he kicked in five bucks a show. Pretty strong. Um, that's, uh, that's real strong. That's real strong, right? Uh, Walter and... Um, Zeke? 
Zeke, uh, I think Zeke's kicking in too. Yep. It's super cool, and you guys are making it possible. I just ordered a new mixer for myself. Chad gets a new mixer soon as well. Alex gets a new mixer soon too. You guys are helping make the show better by kicking in and helping support the White Roof Radio. Um, and you can do that too. If you haven't, you want to, you say, yes, I want to help make White Roof Radio bigger, stronger, better, faster. And you- I want my damn stick of butter. And you want a stick of butter. Todd's really excited about this. As soon as we get to 100 $100 a show. Tons is sending everybody a stick of butter. We're anyway, more than a third of a way there. Because who doesn't need butter? Exactly. You're going to uh, love it. You I'm sorry. You're going to love it. Patreon.com forward slash White Roof Radio, and that's where you can contribute. Any dollar amount you want, you can stop at any time. Of course, we prefer that you don't because we like to think that we're providing a good value and something that you don't mind uh, helping to support. We think that's totally awesome, you guys. And just keep it up. And the more we get, the better things get. It's just awesome. And then I might cry. I'm not going to cry. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not sure yet. Anyway, uh, I think we're done for the night otherwise. Anybody have anything else? Alex? Alex isn't here tonight. Yeah. Yes, is that a good? <laughs> that was the worst was Alex that? ever. That, that, I was that, totally he, German. He German. That was totally German. That was yeah. kind of German. I can't do French at all. Just I'm, ping. Not, I'm not even going to try. What is this thing? <laughs> yeah, what is this thing? What is this thing? <laughs> That's totally Alex. <laughs> oh, yeah, we miss the little guy. He'll be back next week. Those of you who miss him as well, uh, you might have seen him cruising around California this week. He's out there doing work stuff. So anyway, it's been a good time for him. I think he might have went to Disneyland, but I'm not sure. Maybe he went to Mini of Ontario, which to us is almost the same thing. That is, man. That is like Disneyland. Boom. He missed Colin though. He got to see uh, Stormy, but not Colin. He missed Colin. Yeah, Colin's over on the BMW side now. He's all like all fancy now. He's all Fandango. Yeah, Wait, whatever. Fancy. I kick him in the nuts uh, when I see him in Vegas. Yeah, we see him in Vegas. Reminder, <laughs> ambiv.com, amviv.com. If you're going, go over there, get signed up, get registered, uh, book your hotel. It's totally cheap. Just not, just do get it done with now. You're going anyway. Who cares? Just yeah. do it. Ambiv.com. Uh, otherwise, I do believe we are done for the week. Yes? Yes, sir. Perfect. Yeah. This is the part of the show where I like to make the funny clicking sound, and then I say... Questions, comments, or concerns, click back over to whiteroofradio.com. There you can leave us a note in the show notes. You can also email us feedback at whiteroofradio.com. Until next week, gang, this is DB. I'm done. Cheers. See ya.